0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 125 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm joined in the studio by Jacob and Luke. You guys doing alright today?
1: Yes, sir. Doing good. Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Awesome. It's hoodie weather. It or is. quarter zip weather, if you... If, you, mm-hmm. if you're Jacob. Quarter if you're zip. Jacob. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I told, told uh, my wife on the way out the door, I was like, you know what? I might regret wearing this hoodie, but I'm committed
1: well, I'm glad you're committed. I also am committed to the hoodie, but committed to the hoodie, but I did wear the shorts to offset whatever the body temperature does. So, Classic. You're, you're welcome.
0: You know, it's neither here nor there, <laughs> but for the longest time, shorts with a hoodie, that was a pet peeve of mine.
1: Oh, well. It would
0: just set me off. I would see guys. It was in school. I'd see guys yeah. in school wearing it, I'm like, <laughs> these
1: idiots
2: wearing their shorts. Like, yes, I don't know yeah. why I
0: was upset about it, but I've gotten over that. You look good. Well,
2: it, you're well put together. It logically well, makes no sense mm-hmm. because if it's cold enough for a hoodie, <laughs> right, then you should be wearing pants, Well not shorts. But if it's warm enough for shorts, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be wearing a hoodie. But I'm just thinking like your friends in high school, right? Like they walk in and they're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, oh, you were warm outside? Yeah, I'm warm. Okay. Well, it's hot inside.
1: <laughs>
2: well, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. And they use the reverse. Like I got my shorts, so my legs feel great. Yeah, but what about your shoulders?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, See, that's we, how I roll. I'm always like my my legs. I don't care. My legs won't get cold and stuff. Like my upper body. My upper body will be cold. And I'm a large American too. And I don't understand it because it, it just I'll just get cold. Maybe but like, my legs. They're just like whatever.
0: Maybe our shins are for ventilation. Oh, you know? well. that's a thought. somehow we're like
1: venting heat from our shins <laughs> what well, i just pictured them looking like gills or something you know, like
2: spiders <laughs> spiders breathe through their legs that's you really know? yeah oh, that's, they really do oh, Wow.
1: you know what you never cease to amaze me how <laughs> how intelligent you truly are <laughs>
2: no that is random knowledge from watching some show on netflix or something <laughs> well, 72 most dangerous animals or something mm,
1: mm,
0: very good well listeners we love to hear your thoughts on shorts and hoodies Uh, But let's jump in here. Let's talk about last Sunday. Uh, We had a couple sermons, A Lurking Danger at Springfield Road, An Adulterous Heart at South Wilson, and uh, we'll focus on discussion question number two, if you're following along in the listening and discussion guide. That is this. Uh, Well, first, one is an introspective question. We're not going to share that here, because I don't feel like people really want that shared from us, but think about this, guys, and think about this, listeners. How, when, or where uh, are you most often tempted toward lust in your life? So kind of have that in mind. When or where, how, uh, when does that temptation arise? Here's a question I want to talk about on the podcast. What might it look like uh, for you to apply Jesus' teaching in Matthew 5, 29 through 30? And one of you guys hit us with, it's up on the screen here if you wanted it, Twenty nine thirty
1: Matthew 5. You want me to read it for you real quick? Yeah. Uh, verse 29, 30 says this. Verses, sorry. Uh, it says, If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than your, than your whole body be, to be thrown into hell. And verse 30 says this, And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell.
0: So what would be some practical applications of that, of those words.
1: Well, I'll be honest, when I, I was listening to, I, I had the opportunity to listen to both of Shane's sermons um, this weekend from that teaching. And and honestly, it was a great, it was a fresh perspective to hear. Um, uh, I, I don't know that facetious would be the word, but, but the explanation that Shane gave was even that Jesus was expressing the severity of, letting the lust take over of the seeing and and the hand causing you to sin and things like that. Uh, Not in a literal sense to pull your Mm -hmm. eye out right there in front of everyone and throw it away and stuff. He was basically just, just kind of like if we were all talking about something and we wanted to get a point across, Hey, this is how serious that is. And I know that for me in my life, I'm transparent enough with just about anyone to tell them like I've, I've, I've struggled with, I was so thankful for the sermon this weekend because there are so many times in my life where that lust will try to creep up and stuff. And I have to do exactly what Shane has talked about. Just bounce my eyes because, you know, as, as a man, especially a man that tries to follow God's will for his life. If, if we linger at what we see too long, our thinking patterns will take over our, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, our nature or whatever, all that stuff will take over and then it will cause us, it'll create in us this lustful heart. So for me, I really practice the practicality and, and stuff of of bouncing my eyes, of, of trying to protect what I see. And and, and when those moments creep up, I've, I even just shared this the other day with, with a good friend of mine that I, I literally will, will have a thought that runs across my mind, and I believe with everything that's in me that's the Holy Spirit in that moment saying, have some self-control, mm-hmm. you know, have some self-control and set your mind on things above. And it, it is... It has truthfully uh, been life changing for me to just let let the Holy Spirit work in that capacity because you know, old Luke. I mean, no telling. I mean, I've you know, but um, man, just to let God work like that in my life has been a great blessing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And and you know, in Jonas's message, I thought it was a great definition. I don't know if it was definition by Jonas or if it was something, but he was saying you know lust. Uh, you know, adults here. It doesn't have to be a sexual lust sure. necessarily. It uh, you know it's any desire that the fulfillment of which would require sin. Mm, and mm. Uh, I was like, that like covers so much. Yeah, that hits you. Um, and just to have those, you know, because that's really what it is, like the the pull of our sinful nature, like you were talking about, that nature takes over. But uh, I think just practically, uh, for me, like social media mm. is trying actively to feed you Sin, you know, it, it, All the and time. I'm not saying yeah. that these media companies are like, hey, let's throw right. some sin at the Christians. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Um, But, you know, you're going to see things, and especially, I mean, thinking about kids being on social media, you know, like, I think about that a lot. Like, You're seeing things you're not supposed to. Sure. And maybe even that you, like, really shouldn't ever, and so... um, there is a function, and I love it because Instagram is my vice. Like I'll just get on Instagram Explorer, and there's pictures of Spider-Man and stuff from superhero movies and stuff, and then every once in a while you see something, you're like, well, I'm not supposed to be looking at that. Mm. There's a function on Instagram where you can like long hold whatever you're seeing and say, don't show this to me anymore. And that is so valuable to me because that makes mm-hmm. sure that I'm actively curating what I know is right versus what Instagram thinks is what I want to see. Mm. And uh, that's really helpful.
1: It is. And I'm sure, Jacob, I'm sure you have some stuff to add to this, but you just reminded me that, Zach, that's, that's one of the reasons that, that I opted to jump off of social, social media was because in a, in an attempt to kind of guard my heart and my mind, because Satan knows where to shoot those fiery darts at me, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, I, I gladly, I was like, you know what, this, none of this is worth, is worth me risking. None of this worse, worth me risking this adulterous type mentality. Mm-hmm. So, It's gone, you know. Mm -hmm. I cut. I've been out off of Facebook for over a year now, and I don't. I don't even miss it, you know. Um, But absolutely, man, social media is a great is a great place for us to uh, to just get hit with all those all those areas that can draw us into lust. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would hit this from you know kind of personally as I I've, I've read this passage before and hit it from a kind of a parallel angle in that you know. We've, we've kind of said this already, but Jesus, he's obviously not advocating that we go and literally, like you said, we're not gouging out our eye, we're not chopping off our hand or, or whatever. But what he's getting at is is how serious do we take both our sin and our holiness? Mm like these are these are not issues like the, the the hyperbolic nature of what he's saying is is not it, the point is this is a big deal mm-hmm. like this is not something you play around with this is not something you joke around with and that, and for me like where i hit it i go then that means this is not something i ought to be doing alone you talk about that sinful nature, yeah. like that we're we're all prone to that. Like we all, it might look differently for each of us. We could put a hundred people in this room. I mean, not physically, but but just yeah. you know <laughs> metaphorically, right? Tight squeeze uh, in this yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we could put a hundred people in here, and we'd all have kind of a little bit of a different bend towards how our sin looks. But we all have that same bend towards a sinful, deceitful heart. And so Jesus is telling us, you need to know where that is. And you need to guard your heart. You need to do what the psalmist says, protect your heart in those cases. And so serious is that, that, man, we think of protecting ourselves and our heart more than we would even think about protecting our physical body, Hmm. right? We have those things that we might think we need. I mean, I need my hand. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to work, if I'm going to earn money, if I'm going to make a living, I mean, especially in that day, I got to have my hand. Man, if I'm going to do that, I got to have my eye if I'm going to do this well, well, I mean, your holiness is more important than that. Mm. Are we caring for our heart in a way that would look at all these other things and say, well, man, social media is great. I mean, I, I, working with students, we live in a world that is dominated by social media. And and that's not, uh, we know the dangers of social media. I also, I see students that are using social media well. They're using it to to, to make much of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus, and and, and that's great. But we know the dangers. I mean, I'm kind of in a place where, like, if I could go back and hit a button and that button would just drop it all off the face of the planet, man, great. But we're not there. I mean, we, we live in that world. Yeah. So what do we do? I mean, finding those places where you can go, man, if I have a precaution I can set up, man, I can say, Instagram, don't ever show me this again. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. We do that. Mm-hmm. I think a big part of that then is understanding the seriousness of it and understanding that we can't do it alone. Is a is a daily dependence first on Jesus, a daily stopping and saying, "Christ, I need you today to overcome my sin. Where I do sin, show it to me and give me the courage to repent and turn away. Give me the ability to run from it. And, and then I think the second part of that, we can't do it alone. We need Jesus. We also need people. We need other people around us. I mean, that's why we, you know, that's why we think D groups are so important uh it's it's not just because it's a program it's not because it's a thing but it's because the community the body of christ gathering around each other for accountability and growth Mm -hmm. when i have guys like you all sitting around me and then i can say man i'm struggling with this and and then i know that man i'm giving that to you guys you guys have the authority and the right now as fellow believers and brothers in christ to come to me and say man you've told me you're struggling with this what kind of precautions are you are you putting in place? Mm. How are you? How are you making sure that that thing isn't coming into your life? Hey, you've you've told me four weeks in a row because we have a transparent relationship that you've struggled with whatever that lust might be. Mm-hmm. I love that definition of lust—that anything that would require sin to yes. carry it out. Well, you whatever that is, maybe that's a lust after food. Maybe that's a uh, you know it could be it could be sex. Maybe it's a lust after you know uh, power or authority at mm. work or, or whatever it might be. You've told me for the past two months that you've struggled with that, but I haven't seen you place any boundaries. What can I do to help you place it? So right. when we have that community, now we're not doing it alone. We have Jesus. We're daily depending on him. And now we have the people that Jesus has put in our life to help us continue in that pattern of holiness hmm. that can help us walk away from that sin. I mean, because we all know, like when you have somebody that you have to tell about whatever's going on in your life, it just adds a little bit of difficulty to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, man, if I'm honest and open with this person and they know me well enough to know when I'm not being honest and open and then I have to go to them and say, no, no, I didn't do that. Yeah, you're lying to me right now. Like, we're just, we're less likely to do it. I mean, I think that's part of how God has created us to kind of keep us in that holiness that he is calling us to and and just saying this is a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. There isn't sin that is small and unimportant, you know, so. Yeah. I don't know, kind of ranted there no, for you. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And
0: I think that's why, you know, listeners, if you haven't listened to or watched the sermons, mm-hmm. I'd go back and check those out. Yeah. I think both pastors um, from this past Sunday started the sermon talking about uh, this almost like parable-type story of, of that tribe who knew there was a danger but never mm-hmm. talked about it, mm-hmm. and therefore it was more of a danger. And so I, th- I think that's such mm-hmm. a great concept where it's like, hey... This is something that's, like, you know, it makes everybody a little uncomfy to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, lust, or what but you, you gotta talk about it, you know, it's a big thing. So go back, listen to those sermons, great content there, mm-hmm. um, great, just going back to the, the biblical teaching of Jesus, and great answers, guys, great, great answers. Yeah. Uh, let's talk next Sunday for just a quick moment here. Uh, my Word is My Bond is the uh, the working title, and it's Matthew five thirty three through 37, so we're still in Matthew 5, and you can go ahead and read... Uh, that passage, be praying over it, kind of thinking about maybe what's what's coming up. And uh, a cool thing, at South Wilson, uh, we'll have a little change up in the uh, lineup, Jacob preaching, yes? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe your title might not be the exact same, but we'll see. Yeah. And Andrew, a uh, very talented worship leader uh, in the musical aspect, mm-hmm. he'll be taking the reins uh, from me and... Uh, for no weird reason, I'm going on vacation for a couple of days. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Jacob and Andrew are uh, going to be the yeah. dream team over at South Wilson, and uh, Shane and Luke over here. So going to be a great Sunday, 9 o'clock, 10.30 at Springfield Road, 10.30 at South Wilson, live streamed at vcbc.org. All right, that's the end of my rant. Let's talk a couple of announcements here, guys. We have uh, quite a bit coming up. October is kind of that, that kickoff to mm-hmm. the, whew, the final mm-hmm. quarter, you know, yep. a lot of yep. stuff, church world, but... Um, so I'll kick us off. You guys can grab one, and then I'll round us out here. Last the, uh, This Sunday uh, is the last Sunday uh, that we are collecting books for the Lincoln Trail Book Drive. Uh, we are partnering with Lincoln Trail Elementary to collect books uh, for uh, schools affected by the flooding. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. It's all on the website, the information mm-hmm. on the website, uh, okay. where my memory is failing me. But uh, please consider bringing in those books, new or gently used Uh, for kindergarten through, I believe it's eighth grade, uh, uh, reading level. Yes. And
1: uh, you can bring those in either campus through this Sunday. So, be bringing those in. Yes. Also, we have a movie night at South Wilson coming up October 14th from 7 to 930. Uh, If I remember correctly, this is the one that was rescheduled due to weather from earlier this year. So, that Mm -hmm. has been rescheduled for October 14th, South Wilson Campus 7. To 9.30 p.m.
2: Mm, I'm excited. Outdoor plus fall weather. Yes. Mm. I like it. It's you know all that, coming together, y'all. There was
0: one thing, not to go on this huge tangent on that, but um, Crystal and I were talking about promotion for that and just trying to get things going. And We realized, because we just copied over the information mm-hmm. from our summer movie night, and in a matter of just a couple of months, really... We changed the time pretty dramatically because yeah. the sun goes yeah, the down sun, at yeah, like seven o three that night or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's a little earlier in the evening. Make note of that. But yeah. it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. I was like, maybe we shouldn't start this at nine p.m. <laughs> It'll be it's like the equivalent of summer's midnight, you know? That's right.
2: Yes. That's right. No, that'll be fun. Uh, also, that same weekend, uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be a big weekend for us and celebrating. Um, on Sunday, we will be celebrating our sesquicentennial. Uh, which, if if you're in the know, you get it. If you're not in the know, that which is something I had to learn. Uh, 150 years uh, of Valley Creek uh, being a church. Uh, we're excited to celebrate the the legacy and the ministry and the mission uh, that Valley Creek has been on for 150 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll be doing that all together, one service as the whole body. Uh, here at the Springfield Road campus. Um, We'll we'll have that at 1030. And then uh, following that, as all good Baptists do, we want to celebrate not just in service and in worship, but we want to celebrate in fellowship and in food. And so we're going to have a meal and share a meal together uh, after that service on October 16th. So make plans, start making uh, uh, arrangements accordingly. Remember, kind of put that in your calendar because we will all together, both campuses, be gathering here at Springfield Road on October 16th at 10:30. So uh, no, no life groups, no student ministry, children's ministry. We will have the nursery available um, uh, for for the littles, but but everybody else will be gathering together to celebrate. Together in the in the worship center, I'm excited. I'm excited about what we're going to do and how we're going to celebrate, and yeah. some some really cool parts of the service that we're starting to put together and stuff. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. It's kind of uh, one of those things. Like who would have who would have? I mean, I'm sure there are people
0: who are like, yeah, we're looking for, but mm-hmm. I never anticipated I would be here for the hundred fiftieth. Like, mm-hmm. you just ask any random given churchgoer. Like, how do you think you'll be around for the church's one hundred fiftieth celebration? I, I don't know probably not you know but right. we
2: are that's a cool opportunity well i mean honestly i mean we're still kind of in a place where not a lot of churches have reached that milestone mm-hmm. you know there's still a lot of really young churches out there and and you can look at uh, I, mean, I mean again the legacy of, of a lot of churches that reach this age and you can kind of see a legacy in the community even uh where other churches have kind of come out of the mission of of Valley Creek and stuff. So that's Mm -hmm. just really cool to be able to see that and be able to celebrate that together.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Awesome.
0: All right, uh, plenty of announcements left over on the website uh, that we don't have time for today. Kids Day Camp coming up at Springfield Road. Check that out. A few Next Steps classes for new members, those coming up, um, or people just interested in their next step, just to reiterate there. And Trunk or Treat, October 31st. All those are on the website and more. Check out vcbc.org. There's an announcements page. Uh let's let's kick kick out of here with a closing question guys. All right. Uh and you could take this question two ways so I'll just lay it out there. If you had to wear the same thing for the next week. So until we gather together again for another podcast. What would you wear? And so I I took this as like if it was just the same had to wear thing. the same outfit. But you could also take it like if it had to be the same articles of clothing for a straight week like just Mm -hmm. this like if it were a hoodie it was the same hoodie every day so however you want to take that what would be your choice
1: that is i took it that it was literal same outfit yeah yeah. and uh i would for sure i have like four hoodies that i wear and the weather permits it so i would be hoodies and (laughs) <laughs> Hoodies and shorts. <laughs> Hoodies and shorts work. and hey dudes. Hoodies, yeah.
2: shorts and hey dudes. That's yep. a pretty good fit though, you know? Yep. When you when you put it together. Let so. me think. I
0: would it depends on the weather. If it were cool okay. Let's go with um start with these shoes I'm wearing right now. They're the ones I wear on the one wheel. So I'd wear those just to make sure I could still mm-hmm. hop on the one wheel and uh jeans. Probably these jeans. And a black pocket t-shirt big surprise for those who have known me for a while and see that jacket's too warm I'm trying to think yeah, probably that... my black zip up hoodie that's hanging over on my door cuz that's what I keep in the office just in case yeah. it gets chilly you know i need to get a zip up hoodie it's there they I, I would contend there are some zip ups that look really good i've never put on a zip up hoodie that looks great on me but they're they're functional you know you don't have to let, I like the zip versus the pullover but yep yeah, that's okay. it that's my choice, the uniform: black pocket
2: tee, jeans, Nikes. Functional, man. You can be backstage in the theater working, and yep. you're all good. Or you can be out on the street on a one wheel. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's Either what else. I like
0: about the black shirt. Honestly, like the because it it's not dressy, but also, if you were like at a church service and you were running media or tech or something and then mm-hmm. you like showed up on stage wearing a black shirt, they'd just be like, oh, this is like a tech guy. Like yeah. people don't go, who is that? Like you're not wearing lime green or something. You know? Who's that yeah. <laughs> exactly?
2: I like
1: black shirts because it causes me to look slimmer.
2: Maybe that's you what started that. it for me.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I'm digging the weather right now just because this is this favorite time. You know, I, I like it. I know this makes me a little bit weird compared to most people, but I like it when you wake up in the morning and you walk outside and it's cold. It's crisp. I want yeah, want it to be cold, you know, um, and then and then it warms up, but never so warm that you would be uncomfortable in hoodie and a short. That's exactly right. Or in jeans and a pullover. That's like,
1: exactly right, my friend. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So
2: so I'm I'm wearing a a pullover, kind of a a quarter zip pullover in jeans, just some tennis shoes. And that's what I'm going with. That's going to be my go-to. Mm-hmm.
1: So, from what I'm hearing, I think we're all dressed the way pretty that much we to the, the like that exactly we like we would. <laughs> <laughs> for the next week. This is
0: a. I'm I'm starting like obviously I'll change clothes, but uh, I'm on the right on the right to the point where I'm about to leave on my ba- I, my band takes a a yearly mm-hmm. trip. Uh, so far, the tradition has been to a random non-Kentucky location, but I think it'll be the wilderness of Michigan for the foreseeable future. Uh, there's no shower out there, so take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I will the, change clothes again, but it's like, what am I looking at wearing?
1: You know, it's the same wilderness that Nacho Libre went to, wasn't it? I don't know if he was in Michigan, but oh,
0: I don't. I haven't seen that movie in a long time.
1: <laughs> when I was in the wilderness. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. It's it's funny. It's sort of the wilderness, but it's kind of really just someone's farm property. You know, it's like, it's like big wooded area.
1: So speaking of the weather, I, I usually like when these conversations come up because we start talking about fall stuff. Okay, because this is completely kicked in the fall season in my mm-hmm. home. Right, mm-hmm. everything for the last few weeks has been all about pumpkin pancakes and waffle candles, and it smells amazing in my house. You guys got fall decorations out? Kim did that.
2: Last week, I believe. Oh,
1: isn't it glorious? Yeah. Like, I love summer and stuff, but, man, when when this time of season sets in, the cool mornings, yeah. crisp mornings and stuff, and all the fall stuff is out, oh, man, it's it's so good.
2: I love fall. You know, here's the parentheses around what I'm about to say. I love fall. But the best thing about fall is that Christmas is on the way.
1: Ooh. Because, you, are you a cold-weather guy?
2: Oh, man, if it was – 5, 10 degrees every single day, I'd love it. Oh, I'd love
1: it. I'll still leave you high on the cool list, but. <laughs> mm. <I> mean, <laughs> I, I just,
2: but, but, like, man, a, a cup of hot chocolate or hot tea, yeah. you know, you could take that. also, around our house, when we hit the holidays, right now, the it's a giant glass pumpkin full of. Fall flavored Hershey Kisses and chocolates. So like the pumpkin spice Dove
1: candies and there's a pumpkin, pumpkin spice Dove candy. Yeah, yeah,
2: there
0: is. There is a well, I'm a, I, I don't think. Uh, hold on, this is gonna take longer than it should to say this. Uh, <laughs> the company I usually buy my pro like, like my protein powder mm-hmm. from. They just released a pumpkin spice protein powder, but I don't think I'll be out of my current batch of protein. In time to re- it'll be like mm-hmm. Christmas by the time I'm like oh yeah my pumpkin spice protein
1: so I'm stuck there, where, where can I get this go for it where, where the dove, dove chocolate yeah.
2: oh the, I don't know you'd have to ask Kim she got it oh i getting them today but it's like she like fills it up and I'm like hey, I'm good but then Christmas comes and those are our Christmas flavored Hershey's which means peppermint
1: I like the peppermint means yeah. cherry cordial well, we know, did the like
2: those are the flavors I'm the going the
1: Christmassy for. ones from Sam's here the doves that had the Mm-hmm. Like the salted yeah. caramel. Oh man. Woo. I'm just good. looking forward so, to uh,
0: Mountain Dew ginger snapped coming back, guys. You <laughs> 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 no, ready? No, no taste test. Did you really year. end up liking that? Uh it's one of those flavors where when it if it comes back around, I'll probably buy a, a bottle or two over yeah. the course of the whole summer the uh, summer, gosh. Winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not not my favorite. And anyway, that's all I'll say. But yeah, back to your original question, fall decorations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few, or your question, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the, the listeners did not hear a difference. <laughs> yeah. just like yours and yours. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we have some minimal decorations. Our, our living arrangement's a little interesting this year, yeah. paying off student loans. We've been open about sharing that. Sure. But um, a lot of our decorations that uh, Taylor would normally put out there are, are in storage. And I will say it brings me joy to see her do that. I am not very good at choosing placement of decorations but i do love the decorations yeah yeah
1: well awesome i just you know i'm good
2: i want the fall i want the weather
1: you know i just bring i
2: i like fall but only for as
0: long as it's around because i feel like if it were around longer i would start getting kind of you know seasonal effective and just different you know, but I like it for the couple of months that we're like, Oh yeah, it's fall. I like Halloween movies, you know. Yeah. It, it's a good time. That's but the
1: thing, like we're in that season right now where October's hitting this weekend. Uh, you know, FX starts showing all the Nightmare before Christmas and the Freeform's you know, got the thirty one days. Yeah, Freeform, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, not FX. What did I say? FX. Um you know it's so exciting built up to it or whatever and i love even the point up to christmas i mm-hmm. love everything about it the transition from october november into december but man when i get to january and february i'm just like let's just get this over with this is yeah. january february mm-hmm. before terrible.
0: spring hits before spring hits is when i'm like the most i'm like come on let's just
1: it's when that's everyone's seasonal depressions yeah. you know kick in and I've Uh got
0: a song that starts out waiting for the sun to come back, and that's exactly what I was feeling when (laughs) I wrote it. I was like, let's just get summer back in here.
1: Why don't you give Mm -hmm. us a snippet? Why don't you play that for us?
0: (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. There you go. That was exactly (laughs) what it sounds like.
2: I'm just, man, I love love the cold. Uh, Maybe I'm built for it. I don't know. Maybe I got some kind of Viking blood or something like that. I don't know, but well, cold if any, and if snow, anyone has ever
1: seen mm, you, yeah, they would it, probably agree that you yeah. have Viking blood.
2: I, I was I, I wasn't told directly <laughs> His chin's to my face. Never been cold ever. Never. Um, <laughs> uh, I wasn't told directly to my face, but somebody did come in this Sunday morning and was like, "Hey, so and so is out there." They said you look like a lumberjack today, and I went, "Thank you." Yeah. Thank that's you. as, as I should.
0: a big part of fall for me, right. right? And we'll get off the subject. We'll end the podcast here in two seconds. But um, <laughs> flannels are back, guys. Yes. Hoodies are back. Uh, yeah. Speaking of things that are back, uh, jackets are back. Our coworker, Andrew, just walked by, yes. and he's wearing a very nice jacket today. I love jackets. I have I too many. I love them, many, too. Like it, too many.
1: That's one of the reasons for why I wanted to lose like 50 or 60 pounds, mm-hmm. so I could sport them and look good at them. I've I love
0: got, jackets. I think they're cool. I like them so much, I got a couple that are from when I was a little skinnier, and I'm like, I have to lose weight so I can wear the jackets. Mm-hmm. Not for my health, or for my you know, nope. <laughs> yeah, longevity. I want you know? to look
1: cool in these jackets. But I'm like, i just stick with the hoodies. <laughs> so, next best thing.
2: When it's cold enough that you can wear a hoodie and a jacket,
1: ooh, um,
0: chef's kiss. Uh, I do. That's like. a combo. That's a stylish combo for next a man week, or a woman.
1: Next yeah. week, we need to talk about Glendale Days, and we'll talk about the outfits to wear for the Glendale Crossing Festival.
0: Interesting I okay. I would be open to that
1: Because I have I have a preference Glendale Crossing that. Festival Is a massive thing But it's a, It's another 15 minutes that's So insane. we need to so we'll, we need the the Build it the is, anticipation we'll <laughs> Come back next I week. want to
0: see Here are your thoughts Because uh, My band's music festival That we're doing uh, That's A big question That my wife has asked me It's like What are you wearing And I'm like I don't know It could be 90 degrees Or it could be 20 degrees it's I think we've 1. settled in
1: I'm pretty sure It'll be Right now, judging by the, the pattern, it'll be in the 60s, I'm sure. You guys will have a nice, cool fall day. Yep. So
0: guess what I'm wearing? Black pocket T-shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That's we've, yeah. we've been off the rails for long enough. Listeners, thank you for joining us today on the VC Podcast. Hope to see you Sunday, whether that's in person or online. And that'll be it for today. Uh, who would like to pray for us to end this thing?
2: I'll do it. Let's All go. right. Father, we thank you so much for the time that we've had to talk uh, about your word and its meaning for us and how we uh, are called to lives of holiness, uh, lives of purity. God, I pray that for us here uh, as a staff, for the church, for those listening, God, that we would take seriousness, the, serious the holiness that you call us to, Uh, take our sin serious, God, and that we would be doing all that we can to run away from our sin and into uh, your grace and your mercy. God, as we look towards the days ahead and all that we get to celebrate over the next few weeks, God, we pray that uh, we would just be celebrating above all you and your work and what you have done uh, in this church for the last 150 years, and God, what you plan to continue to do in the days ahead. God, we love you and we thank you, and it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.